0: Hey, thanks for tuning in episode 20 of the Motown Family Sports Rant. Hey, we made 20 episodes. Mom's been sticking with us since the beginning. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Uh, We start out this week by recapping the Lions' unfortunate heartbreaking loss to the Seattle Seahawks. We talk about uh, their matchup next week against the Falcons and what we need to see from them to improve. Then we talk about Michigan's most recent win against Bowling Green and JJ's unfortunate kind of uh, middling performance and whether they actually miss having Harbaugh on the sidelines. Dad talks about uh, Michigan State and their unfortunate recent blowout loss to Washington and where they kind of go from here. Brett starts a new segment, Dogs and Duds, where he wants us to name dogs and leaders from each team and then pick out a player each week that we don't like. And then we finish off with our two reoccurring segments, Funny Names. Brett brings that back, where we make mom guess real or fake football player names. And we end with Athlete 20 Questions. We'll see you next week. But in the meantime, you can always follow us on Twitter uh, or X, whatever it is, Motown Family SR. And we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. All right. Welcome to the newest episode, the Motown Family Sports Rant. We just finished watching the Lions. We have two more weeks of football to go over, but why don't we start with them since that game just ended? I only caught the very tail end of it, so I'll let you guys kind of carry this. But uh, Dad, why don't you go first? What'd you think about the the loss to the Seahawks? There,
1: they uh, a lot of in, a lot of injuries, a lot of miscues, got through some interceptions. They had they just they were, they were sloppy. Um, they had see, a couple.
2: Penalties that they shouldn't have had called on. Yeah, there. a too. couple
1: questionable penalties. Hats off to Seattle. They played with a lot of inspiration. Their running game looked good. Kenneth Walker's kind of a beast. And Geno Smith was almost on target the whole game. He made a cu- kind of a weird play at the end of the game where he got tackled on his own two- or three-yard line and had to punt it away, and the Lions came back and scored a field goal to send the game into overtime. But overall, just – and. The, I mean, a little concerned about some of the injuries, like Montgomery went down um, with a hip issue. He didn't return to the game. Hutchinson was out for a while, but he did come back. Um, Amon St. Brown went down, but he came back towards the end. LaPorta looked really good. LaPorta had a couple big plays. I don't know. It was just – it's a game they should have won, which is disappointing that they lost. But like we talked about before, the other teams in the Central – kinda weren't very good this week either. So they really didn't lose any ground. And at the beginning of the year, if we'd been told they'd be one and one after two games, we'd have probably been reasonably happy with that. So not 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 a huge deal.
3: I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to reset my expectations like that. Cause I did view them. I thought they would be one and one. Um it's just such a letdown though, man. I'm sorry. You go you beat the Chiefs on the road in the first game you have every reason to be just as hyped up as the Seahawks did. And the Seahawks clearly wanted it much more because the Lions have a better roster than the Seahawks do. Like, I just think they do. And it was really frustrating. They do. You can nod your head all you want. They do. They have more talent. Um, it just pissed me off. Like, the entire game. Yeah, they got a couple calls, but sort of the Seahawks, too, man. I, the ref, reffing was much better compared to last week, whereas last week I thought they made an actual, like, full-on definite impact in the game. Um, I also thought, like, I think if Jerry Jacobs isn't starting opposite Cam Sutton there, I think they'd probably win that game. It seemed like every time they got burnt deep or on any kind of big passing play, it was always Jacobs in coverage, and he's just bad. Like, I don't get – they kept putting up in man coverage. He would – literally, Craig – Craig, you know this from Madden. You don't man up DK Metcalf one-on-one, especially with a corner who's not good and who's undersized. Like, he's just not good. He got burnt every time he covered. Every time he covered uh, Lockett, he got burnt too. That that touchdown in the end zone to uh, to Lockett was G- Jacobs covering. So they got to figure that out. And, and Sutton didn't really look like much of a stud either, to be honest. as their number one guy? Um, that's concerning. It's the second game in a row now where he's kind of looked pretty pedestrian. So
1: they didn't put a whole lot of pressure on the quarterback either.
3: They didn't. They didn't. I think they were run heavy because actually, I, I thought the run defense actually looked pretty good. I, for to hold on Kenneth Walker to like, he had like 12 yards in the first half or something. Yeah, like that. that's it was pretty damn good. And there were some runs too, even the second half, where like it was him doing his, his little bullshit where he, you know, runs it outside and drives you nuts kind of thing. Um, so I thought the run defense looked good. Um, I was a little shocked by that, but I thought it did. But yeah, the, the corners looked bad. Corner depth looked good or bad. And, um, I also put running back in offensive line depth, just bad too. Like, just not where it should be. I don't understand bringing Craig Reynolds still. Why is he still on the team? Why is he the third running back? Because he's not Craig.
0: That's why he's awesome. <laughs> you never put a Craig down. He's going to be Craig's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> did you did
1: you did you see the intentional grounding call they called on Geno Smith?
3: Yeah, there wasn't intentional. No, out,
1: they think. they got they got screwed on that one. Seattle, however, there were a couple I think the Lions got screwed on too.
3: Yeah, my, one of my thoughts for this, as I was like kind of thinking, was going to be that I felt like the Lions were actually getting a lot of calls. If anything, it felt like they were getting kind of lucky with some stuff. Um, But, you know, even with that, they still lost. So it's just uh, – it's one game. I get it. They're 1-1. One one. It's a long season. It's going to be all right, but –
0: So I only caught like the last uh, minute and a half because I was sleeping. I woke up and saw that they were driving and then the regulation. I saw some of the highlights, though, and some of the penalties and whatnot. I I think this was always kind of a little bit of a trap game for the Lions. I know the Seahawks kind of got manhandled last week, so I knew they were going to come in tough this week. They are better than they played last week. I uh I disagree a little bit with the Lions having a better roster. I think the Lions have the potential to, but the Seahawks have a badass secondary and they still carved they got carved up though. Got good linebackers. Like the only place I'd say I think they have a better quarterback and they have a better offensive line. But otherwise I think I'd give most of and defensive line maybe with Hutch. But everything else I'd kind of give the nod. I mean, they've got great wide receivers, which they showed at the end of the game. Honestly, the defense looked kind of similar to me it did against the Chiefs last week. They just didn't get lucky because the receivers caught the ball, at least at the end. They were catching. They were wide open, and instead of dropping it like they did last week against the Chiefs, they caught it this week. So I think their defense still kind of sucks. And outside of Hutch, they still get no pressure. I have kind of the same concerns about their defense I had last year, although they are better, I think, against the run. But their passing passing defense is still atrocious. I mean, their secondary looks like crap. Uh, they're just guys running wide open. I think it did seem like Seattle wanted a little bit more.
1: Um, I was going to say, it was disappointing that Pete Carroll got his team more fired up than Dan yeah. Campbell got his. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. that's yeah. Dan Campbell's trademark, right? That's, that's why we like him so much. No, it's okay.
0: I was just going to say, I, the Seattle did need it more than the lions. I mean, to start out, Owen two is pretty rough. If you have any chance of going into the season. So the Lions one and one, they played tough. I mean, if they'd played better and up to what they should have, they probably should have won the game. I don't there was know. some weird stuff with the penalties. I didn't see the earlier pennies, even the refs, the the announcers made note of the, looks like Hutch was getting held at the end there to push yeah. uh, Gino out of the pocket and give him time to make that throw for the touchdown. But I mean, you can't even get to that point. I heard Goff threw a pick six. I mean, was that a bad yeah. pick? Was it? I didn't see it, but.
3: Um, it looked like a bad read and a yeah. bad route. It was a mixture, but like, it would, like, come on, dude. How the fuck do you throw
0: pick six, man? Like, I just, yeah, you, can, you a can't cool do thing,
3: that. He doesn't turn over. Like, you turn over in a really
0: bad time. I feel like we have a short memory, though. For the first half of the season last year, he had a lot of bad turnovers. Like, he had a couple pick sixes, and he cleaned it up at the end of the year. And then we, we saw him as this guy who never turned the ball over. But he led the league in turnovers for, like, two years straight. <laughs> and then he finally cleaned it up, and now, you know, so he is prone to do these dumb shit sometimes. This is my thing with Goff. Like, I never, I think he's sometimes going to be a liability. Usually he's going to be just okay. Like, he's never going to be, sometimes when you get bad Goff, it's really bad.
1: I really thought the Lions coming into this year were going to get pressure on the quarterback with people other than just Hutchinson. And I still and think the, he's early in there. I still, I still think they got a lot of guys. Apparently, Seattle played with a couple backups on their they own did. line, too. And yeah. the Lions put little to no pressure on that guy all day. And he was, I mean, they did a lot of like,
3: Still, there are like two tight end shit. Like, I mean, they tried to account for it. That, that, that shouldn't matter.
0: The line still should be able to get pressure with that too, though. Yeah. I agree. Can I ask That's, what that was based off of? Though, was it just Hutch getting better? Because they didn't address the defensive line at all this off season. Like, this was my big thing. They didn't draft Jalen Carter. They signed no one. They just brought all of their same guys back, and they weren't honestly great last year. They got real lucky with James Houston. Hutch looks good, but he can't do it all himself.
1: So I just this is kind of what I honestly expected. I expected out of Kaminsky.
3: Kaminsky's a, Kaminsky's a backup, man. I love Kaminsky, and he's a good, like, spark plug, but he's not a, he's not not.
0: Really I think they're starter. all backups and role players outside of Hutch.
3: I don't I don't disagree with that because, I mean, they've had O'Quarris start before and put up 11 sacks. They've had Charles Harris start before and put up, like, eight and a half, nine sacks. They had uh, Houston start for half the season last year and put up, what, eight sacks. Like, yeah. they have guys yeah. who
0: put up sacks, man. I, I'm sorry. Like They have a better pass rush than that. Those are all flashes, though. Nothing has been consistent that you can say, yes, he's done that more than once other than Hutch, who continues to get pressure on the quarterback. I can't see anybody else. Yeah, but you're the coach of Detroit Lions. Like,
3: you don't account for that because you have all these pieces that could be. I mean, I, I, get, I get trying to account for that, but at the same time, I also get what he did and not not accounting for that because you have all these potential pieces. I get it's all potential, but it's like five or six guys that could put up like almost 10 sacks. Like That's a good... I felt good about it, and I'm not going to not feel good about it. I still One game's not going to change my mind about that. It looked like dog shit today. But...
0: Well, I felt that way after last week too, but I understand what you're saying. I think I just disagree.
3: I, I think too, part of it is, I don't know if they, they just like, they can't fucking close. Because even when they could get pressure on them. They, and they did this with Mahomes, too. They couldn't close on Mahomes when they would get pressure on him. Well, it's
0: because even when they get pressure, the guys are warning wide open in the secondary. So it unless you get him right away, if you give them any time at all, the defensive secondary is such, so porous that there's gonna, they're going to be a guy open. And again, that's something – they did address the secondary, though, I will say. They tried to
1: fix that, but – thinking that lions came into this game convinced they had to stop the run because apparently Seattle ran all over them last year. And in in all fairness, they did stop the run. I think one of the guys had a great game, it was Derek Barnes. Derek Barnes was a stud today and he he uh stuffed Walker several times. And Walker is a beast, but Barnes yeah. took it to him. In the run maybe he, he also yeah. left guys
0: wide open though in the secondary. Like he the couple of the passes that it was I see, I
3: saw, I saw Barnes have a couple of nice plays. I thought Barnes had a really good game because yeah, he had a couple of those knockdowns and yeah. coverage like early on. Yeah. I thought the linebackers in general, I was so happy when Anzalone finally got that sack because I felt like they should have gotten sacks earlier. Yeah. I thought he actually did all right. He looked kind of slow sometimes, but I still think they need to still think they need to play Campbell more because he's the best cover that they have, but I don't know. I thought Barnes looked good, yeah. Campbell but, didn't play much still. today. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe he. Yeah, just I thought he didn't... played
0: well last week. That's kind of odd. Then I'm not sure yeah. why he wouldn't play more. <laughs> yeah. He's their best linebacker. Anzalone's overrated as hell. I'm glad Barnes played well. I only saw the end. Barnes did leave some guys open, but maybe he played well for like you know four quarters before that. So everybody gets a guy open once in a while, but.
3: Right, I think part of it is Craig. You out, I mean, Seattle's got a lot of weapons. Like um, it looked like Seattle did a really good job of like scheming to get some of their weapons on guys that were not good.
0: Like Jerry Jacob. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I feel like as the defense, I just feel like Aaron Glenn is not a great defensive coordinator. I just really haven't seen much from the defense. I don't know. Maybe it's not him. Maybe it is just the players. But I can't really point to a game where I'm like, God, that defense just looked amazing. (laughs) You know, (laughs) last week was probably their best showing. And they got really lucky. They got really lucky with the drops. They played well, but they also got pretty lucky.
3: They got lucky, yeah. but they, I mean, we've been over this, man. They, they got lucky with the drafts, but they also had all the holds and shit. I, I thought their defense did really good last week. The holding, anytime you can hold Mahomes at
0: home to only 20 points, that's good, man. Like, yeah, I mean, again, they played okay, but they, they also, like, two of those, three of those drops, you take away, the Lions lose that game, so... And those guys were wide open. They just dropped the ball.
3: You know those offsides calls, you call and the Lions win the game or, or the, the holdings and touch has four sacks. So.
0: That's also true. But I mean, it's it's you leave guys wide open and they drop the ball. You can't. That's unacceptable. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no. I'm just I have a lot of concerns about the secondary. I do, too. Which do is too. something they made a point to address and it doesn't seem to be getting fixed.
1: Who do they have next week? Uh, the Falcons
0: i think yes. it's the Falcons. yeah who yeah. won are now two and oh who just beat the packers Looked look yeah. pretty good B-
1: Bijan was amazing today
0: yeah yeah he looks better than gibbs <laughs> i don't i didn't see gibbs this week you guys tell me how gibbs looked it's two games gibbs looked like really gibbs he gibbs looked, looked so-
3: really good in the passing he had two plays yeah. where had he not had rookie moments
0: their touchdowns like like easily and okay well Bijan's not having rookie moments well, Bijan was also the number one running back taken. That's true. He was gone with the lines picked. Yeah. And he was
3: their only first round draft pick. So like he's, we had a little. It's a little different. Okay, that one correct. Gibbs
1: dropped. Would he was going a long way before he, if yeah. he hadn't dropped it because he was past the line. Yeah. yeah,
3: he had a run like that too. Where if he, he like, if there was like one dude to beat, and I think they got tackled. Him
0: that sounds like the swift play from was it last year or a couple of years ago? Remember when he dropped the the catch in the end zone? They would have won the game. I can't remember. I think it was last year. The Lions fans were getting on him about it, but anyway, like you said, it's early. It's only the second game. I thought that we we're going to be one to zero. Anyway, I just thought it was going to be flip flops for for one and one. Excuse me for the yeah. wins and losses, but it's frustrating to lose your home opener to a team that just you know kind of owned you last year. So that is a little little frustrating.
3: One game though, they'll get over it. And they'll be okay. Use it. Use it. Don't don't go in the dumps, and they're not
0: going to. I mean, Dan I'm not go in the worst. dumps. Like they still, fought. it's not like they got blown out. They fought in there. They had a good chance to win the game despite all this shit. So, I think I think I just they got to show a little bit more. They can't be like the Vikings of last year where they just get super lucky to win all these close games, you know. But it's only two games. I'm not saying that's where they are now. It's only two games, and I'm not going to the dumps. I feel, still feel good about them. They need to beat the Falcons next week. That's a good question. What do you need to see from them next week to feel comfortable with them, other than a win, of course? But what do you all do? Is there anything else specific you want to see from them? The
3: secondary needs to look a lot better in third down. That was so fucking. Free. It was the same thing that because that's what Seattle did last year too, when they like Gino would roll out in third down, a third and short, and every time it was a complete pass. Every time, like every same thing. This game, you can't, you can't do that. It's frustrating. You're gonna have to
1: contain Bijan a little bit. He's yep. just, yeah. I guess, he was a beast today in every aspect of the game. I feel
0: good about them slowing down the run game a little bit. But yeah, the Desmond Ritter is going to be the worst quarterback they've faced so far, though. So they really need to kind of tamp it down. this If Desmond Ritter goes off, I'm going to have a lot of questions about the ability to defend the pass. So I think that's what I need to see. They don't need to, like, pick him off six times or anything. But they need to, they need to hold him to, like, you know, one touchdown and a sack or so. And, you know, make him not look very comfortable back there.
1: The yeah. Lions just played two linebackers this week. Did They just play Barnes and Saloni because I didn't hear anything no, about. No, they cycled
3: with Campbell and and um, yeah, Campbell was
1: in for like one or two plays. Uh,
3: Rodriguez, Rodriguez made a couple plays too. He looks, I think he's just kind of a backup. But yeah, I'm I'm a little scared. I will say because I mean, you know, the Falcons kind of are similar, somewhat similar team to the Seahawks in a way, right? They run the ball.
0: They the do. They don't have was... as many good weapons on the outside, though. I mean, they got Drake London, who's pretty good, and Kyle Pitts, who's not great. But you know, that's better than DK Metcalf and Tyre Lockett. So,
3: yeah, but they have a, probably a better offensive line, I would think, especially with.
0: Two... Uh, I don't know. You might be right.
1: Yeah. So...
0: Probably. Disappointing loss, but it's only two games. We'll see. I'm. I'm not. I'm not off the bandwagon. <laughs> I don't know if I'm drinking yeah. the Kool Aid still. I just need to see a little bit next week. One
3: little last pissed off thought I had that I wanted to share. I thought, um, I thought Campbell's like clock
0: management at the end was kind yes, of. Yes, I did want to ask a question about Campbell, but go ahead, Brett. Sorry.
3: I, I think he made a couple decisions. I mean, the, he went for it four or five times before fourth down, and I get it, man. It's your stick, but like fourth and four in your own territory, it's okay to punt it sometimes. Just sometimes. And if you're going to go for it, have a bold fucking play. Like, that's why it's worked in the past, because you've hiked it right. Like, it's a fake punter, and it goes right to the, you know, the long... The dude right there. Whatever. It works that way. Running it right up the middle is so predictable. Like, they're going to stop that a lot of times. I just... And then, yeah, the clock manager at the end, even the uh, announcers were, just, were talking about it. Lions were, like, la- lollygagging around, walking the line quickly. And, yeah, they scored a touchdown that was fun. But, like, I was almost pissed off because, like, it looked easy when they scored. They should have done that earlier. Like, move, get some fucking tempo.
1: And that like, last drive, they almost looked like they were happy just to get the field goal. Yeah. And you're looked- right. I think had they played that differently, they could have had taken a couple shots at the end zone. Yep. I was expecting them to take a couple of shots. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It looked like they were just settling for the field goal at that point. I saw that drive. I'm like, why aren't we moving a little faster here? Didn't they have a timeout yeah. left too? And they like never used it. They, yes.
1: They had at least one.
0: The very final to kick the field goal. But like, why didn't you use a timeout and try to take a shot in the end zone and finish this game off instead of going overtime? Right.
1: Well, when they got the ball, I think they had three timeouts.
3: And a minute and 51 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Even that drive, like they they did no huddle, but it was still slow. And it was like the play calling was just stupid. Yeah.
0: See, and I don't blame Goff specifically for that, but I feel like if you have a good, like a good quarterback, you take like Pat Mahomes is going for the fucking end zone in that end play. And not that we're going to get a Pat Mahomes, but I feel like with Jared Goff, they're just like, man, we're going to play for the field goal. Like, no, man, like fire up your team, get them into the goddamn end zone. You have a minute and 15, three timeouts, and, like, what, 50 yards to go? That should be a touchdown. Yeah. I want a quarterback who I can say, like, he's got this. We're going to win this game right now. And I don't ever feel that way about golf.
1: What's the point of going for a fourth down if you're not going to be risky in those situations?
0: Exactly. No.
1: Why didn't they take a sh- couple shots to Laporta? I mean, the, he had a couple really good uh, yeah. the play before, he looked uh, good. and then they stopped going to him. Well, I think he
3: got fired at one point because <laughs> they kept going to him and he, he blocked his ass off. Yeah, he had yeah, a, great, he paid a good man. game. He's, he's he's a beast. But yeah, I know he was like, he literally went this. I thought he was hurt for a second because he was like putting his hands up and he, you could tell he's just winded. But
1: And the other thing is, they need to get uh, Gibbs the ball in space. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, having him run from the fullback position into the line of scrimmage. You know They didn't have much choice because of what they were left with when Montgomery went down, but he's highly effective in space, and they need to get him coming out of the backfield or something. Yeah, because... I don't believe
0: that you got to just run the I-form formation when he's out. Like Put him in the spread. Yeah. Have him run out from the shotgun formation. This is why they yeah. drafted him, right? He was going to be this weapon, not this just yeah. straight-up running back. I feel like I All haven't right. seen a ton of that yet. Mm-hmm. He's shown flashes. But so far it reminds me a lot of like what I saw out of Swift when he was healthy, like some flashes, but they keep using him poorly.
3: But to dad's point, I mean, it's going to happen when you get hurt, but also when, when Montgomery gets hurt, but also with that little, like, once again, why didn't you plan the roster better? and have a third why guy you
0: and why is it like that's what craig reynolds is for though right like craig's a beast obviously but like why is it he running he's the i formation like run it up the middle for two yards right yes like not yep. gib Gibbs is not that kind of running back he's never no. going to be the pound the rock kind of guy he's shifty and fast no. and yeah dan campbell like if you call it on fourth down every time it's no longer a surprise and people are going to start catching on that shit works because you do it occasionally and why yeah. are you doing it? I saw he I heard he went for it for on his own forty-five. Like yeah. what are you do what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah, I don't know. honestly even last week against Kansas City going it on your own fourth and 20 yard line Whatever you want was a kind of really fucking stupid call It just worked yeah. and it ended up looking brilliant, <laughs> but it, if that doesn't work That is a real big fuck up, you know It is
3: I mean, it's Kansas City. though That's the best team. You got to have a moment like a momentum shift like that's huge, you know Yeah, so it, but you it, get to do
0: yeah. that like once every other game. You don't get to do it every fucking week Okay, like they're gonna be out. They're gonna get catch on to you eventually <laughs>
1: Yeah, you, you gotta wonder too how how hurt St. Brown is because they didn't even look at him on that last drive. I think and they like,
3: said it was like a it was. A, he's their go-to guy. And, a, I think they said it was a cramp. I'm pretty sure it was just a cramp. So yeah, I think he's good. So they had him. That is like s- uh, shoulder tape or his wrist, elbow. There we go, taped. Um, when he went back in, I think he's fine.
0: Yeah, it sounds like they need some more weapons on the outside though, yeah, with JMO yeah. Uh, being out.
3: Yeah, I actually I did uh, think Josh Reynolds actually looked pretty good though. I mean, he is what he is, but like they're going to him deep, and he's the only guy that, that can catch it deep or goes deep. or throw too deep.
1: On the but. plus side, Jamel did bet on um, Seattle today. Oh, good. So he, so he wants some money. <laughs>
3: Is that joke again? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to other miserable news. Can we talk about that shitty Michigan game? Oh, yeah, that was just yeah. as boring. They
0: won. <laughs> they won, so, kind uh, of. <laughs> they did. They won by 25, but it sure didn't feel like they won by 25. I'm sure you guys watched the game, right? You want to go first?
3: Yeah. Um, so I'm really hoping J.J. McCarthy just had to get everything out of his system. <laughs> yeah. I, I think... In reality, I do think there was some of that, like getting a bit to his head, and and a little bit, and at least that's what it looked like, because he was trying to zing into some questionable spaces. Some of them, one of them was a bad route. The other two were just really bad interceptions, and they were like so close to each other too. Um, I you hate that, like especially when he did that against TCU, and that was kind of a massive momentum shifter. In that doing that against Bowling Green the next season does not instill much confidence, but. That being said, I mean, he has three interceptions over three games now, so it's not like it's stat-wise like super unreasonable. Water found its level probably a little bit it, which is understandable. Um, He looked good after that for the most part. He had some good throws. Um, I I think Roman Wilson looks like a legit stud, so that was kind of cool to see. He's fast as shit, and they need to pass to him more. One of the picks they threw was a – Bad read by McCarthy, in which uh, both Wilson or Johnson and Wilson were streaking deep, and they kind of separated the last second. Wilson was open by like twenty yards going to the end zone, and Johnson was not. Yeah. Was yeah, double was covered, threw it to him. He got picked. So um, they need to pass to him more, and and Colson loved them too. They need to pass to more. I don't mm-hmm. understand that there. Um, defense looks good. Defensive line still looks really good. I actually think this has potential to be the best defense they might. Have if they can find out a kind of similar to the Lions, if they can find out a second corner because they had one guy, their, their Josh Wallace kind of kept getting beat, their corner number, back number two. Um, but defense looks good, so
1: a couple of the guys the secondary still haven't come back, so I'm not like too terribly concerned. I think when Will Johnson comes back, and who's the other guy?
3: Um, who's a safety Rod, Rod, Rod Moore? Moore?
1: Yeah, I think when those two guys get back. In their full speed, it's going to make a big difference.
3: Yeah, um, actually, I think Keon Stab has been filling in for Rod Moore. Actually, he's looked pretty good. He's been—I've heard right. his name called a couple of times. I think they're alright at safety. I'm a little worried at corner, but
1: you think being without I, Harbaugh has affected their play at all?
3: It's—I'm gonna—I'm gonna feel, regardless if it has, I'm gonna feel more comfortable next week with him on this me side. Me too. Like, it, yeah, me it, too. It felt like the play calling wasn't great.
1: It no. felt like they were groping a little bit. You yeah. know, and I think Harbaugh. You may not always agree, but but he's definitive. He knows what he wants to do. And they seemed a little off. You know, does Harbaugh the do acting. the offensive play calls when he's there? I can't. No, um, I think they go through him, don't they? Go through it. Doesn't he have like a veto kind of? I don't know. Yeah,
3: yeah. Or if he has like, and I, I think he has like ultimate power to change. Yeah, like a veto kind of thing, right? Yeah. But I think it's usually Sharon Moore
1: and
0: yeah. uh, Kirk Campbell that call call plays. So yeah, because yeah, the play calling did look suspect. What did you think about the game, Dad?
1: Yeah, a lot of the same concerns. I think next week is going to be a little bit of a test for them. Rutgers is pretty good. They're uh, they're undefeated and they pounded the crap out of somebody. I don't even know who it was last this past week. And it's the first Big Ten game. It'll be Harbaugh's first game on the sidelines. I think it'll be a good test for them. If they come out and they totally dominate Rutgers, I'll feel a lot better about them being back on track. If it's close, I don't know. I, you know, it maybe I I hate to think we overestimated them, but the run game, I mean, I like Edwards. He's fast, but when they need tough yards, you got to go to Corum pretty much every time. Yep. Um, and Coram did look good. You know, he was bouncing off of people and hitting the holes quick and showing good speed. And like I said, well, Edwards has got really good speed, but those tough yards, you pretty much, you know, it's always quorum. Yeah. I don't know. Game. yeah. What do you guys think?
0: I uh, yeah, I watched a good portion of it. I didn't see it all. I saw two of McCarthy's picks, and they were bad. To the one you were talking about, Brett was uh, he made, he made the bad read. It threw it to the wrong guy, and then the final one he threw. They were up by twenty. I don't know what he's doing. Again, I'm not really sure why he was still in the game at that point. But he, like, rolled out. I don't even think it was third down. I think it was, like, second and ten. And instead of just throwing it away, he tried to make, like, a Pat Mahomes kind of jump throw. He tried to make something out of nothing and just threw it right to the Bowling Green guy. I just... It's kind of weird, though. The first two games, like, I thought his decision-making was pretty good. And then this game, it's like he went out. I don't know if he just, like, forgot to watch film this week or something. Or was just, like, totally buying his own hype. But he's out there just, like, fucking... Doing stupid shit, and that like you can't do that against good teams. So I hope you're right, brother. He just kind of got that kind of quirk out of his system because those were just like just throw the ball away. You're a zero, like you can totally punt the ball. Your defense has been playing great, and you're up by 25. You do not need to go out here and try to make something happen. Okay,
1: I just it was just so stupid and boneheaded. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say if anyone misses Harbaugh, I think it's I think it's JJ. I feel like they have some kind of relationship where. Harbaugh keeps them focused or centered or something or pumped, pumped up. And I think, you know, after the first two games, he got away with it. Maybe it's just getting to the point where he needs Harbaugh back there. I don't know. Yeah, Sorry to interrupt you. I will s-
0: no, you're okay. I will say the first three games, they do just feel a bit off. I'm not really sure what it is. Maybe it is just Harbaugh not being there. I feel like there's a bit of a kind of just like loosey goosey kind of feel to them. They're not quite as like focused and grounded and they've just been better than the teams they've played. So it hasn't mattered, but. I hope Harbaugh coming back will kind of ground them and focus them a little bit more. Defense looks pretty good. It's hard to tell, though. I think the first three teams they played are kind of trash. So, I mean, Bowling Green's offense was horrendous. I think the quarterback was like one for ten for a while. <laughs> I mean, the part of that is the defense is good, but it's hard to say. Yeah, Rutgers with the Big Ten schedule opening next week. Rutgers isn't great, but it'll still be a test playing like, you know, a little bit more They're of pretty a good tough team. team. And, tough team. Yeah. They played them tough last year too. Yeah, Bowl, Yep. like yeah. third and so yeah i think they need to go out and just pound the shit out of ruckers and kind of get it back on track here because right now it's kind of like eh, if they start playing good teams i'm going to have some questions luckily the schedule is so easy they've got plenty of chances to like get right and make some mistakes and figure some shit out but we'll see
1: i i just get the feeling they miss harbaugh more than we're willing to let on Maybe. I mean, I'm not
0: sure what what a head coach does to be honest, but clearly they must do something because it does make a difference. So not having your head coach is going to make a difference for sure.
3: I'm sure there's a moral aspect of it. I mean, if the Lions, I mean, in the Lions lean on Campbell, he's their whole team's whole personality. Yeah, but if they're yeah. without Campbell, I mean, that would definitely affect them kind of thing, you know, it does. So. Yep.
0: Yep. It's a lot of head games too. It's a lot of mental stuff. And when you're missing, you know, a core piece of that, as crazy as Harbaugh and, and Campbell are, I think, you know, it makes a difference. So,
1: yeah, I think they're both good motivators. So,
3: For sure, for sure. Any other last-minute resounding thoughts on, on Michigan football? Chicken,
1: did you watch a game? The
2: Michigan game? Yes. Didn't I go to bed? I think, <laughs> I, think I watched, watched
1: part some of, it of it and then I went to bed You might, might have know. fallen
0: that like asleep a no. at <laughs> okay. I will say, one game I caught a lot of was the uh, Colorado-Colorado State game, it went yeah, to 2am yeah. and I happened, because I woke last night I saw most of it <laughs> <laughs> that, that yeah. was such a late yeah. game yeah. Who, who won? Colorado, Colorado. barely did yeah. They won in like double overtime it was a good game, they were without uh, their best wide receiver though so and they looked like shit for a while but Chador yeah. Sanders pulled it off. It was a good one. Yeah, he's pretty
3: good. Yeah.
0: He's okay. He's not as great, I think, as he gets a lot of hype. But he's pretty good. He's all right. He's got good swagger, you good guys, confidence.
1: You guys read anything about the Michigan State game?
0: No. I heard they got destroyed. They right? got
1: plastered. And at some point, one point, Washington's throwing their hands in the air saying, you know, we, it's they're pummeling them so bad they just stop playing. Because they were just they were just kill, kicking states. Ass. I feel like and state I, I, isn't
0: that bad. I feel kind no, of no, they're not. That
1: I, I do too. Because those kids, tr- you know, they deserve to have better outcomes too. Yeah. And bringing D'Antonio back, I'm sorry, is not the answer.
0: No, no. <laughs> those really, kids don't yeah. know D'Antonio.
1: You know, he hasn't been yeah. there in years. They have no idea. I mean, it's... to bring D'Antonio back to clear up an ethical situation is the height of hypocrisy. Yeah, I mean, he's the guy who lets their players play despite their no nonsense tolerance because they need them to start against Iowa. Well, if you remember when he, do you remember
0: how he left too? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah they they hated him on his way out. He burned a lot of bridges. I think it's more just a presence. I don't think it's looked at as he's going to save the program. I think it's just a, a consistent presence who has familiarity with it. You know, I mean, he's a
1: Good, good football coach. Don't get me wrong. Good football coach. But yeah, really if, wise, you if you're looking to hit the right the ship, he's the wrong person. Yeah, um, you know they. I, I've talked to mom about this. They they deserve better. Okay, Michigan State. I'm not, I'm a Michigan fan without a doubt, but Michigan State deserves better. And what to get to that point, they have to stop this infatuation about Michigan and what Michigan does. I swear to God, the only reason the coach got that big contract was because he beat Michigan a couple of years in a row. So they went gaga over giving him whatever kind of money they would give him, but they should just treat Michigan like they're nobody else and just say, yeah, who cares? The next games against Michigan after that we play Indiana and whatever. And I think if they ever get to that point, look out because I think they just would be a lot better. And I think, I think they think... owe that to their fans, their alumni, their players.
0: They, Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for him, too. I think uh, I think it can matter because I think I will say I think Harbaugh kind of turned it around when he started focusing more on the Ohio State game and started building the team to beat Ohio State. So I think it's kind of like that's what we did and it's worked out OK. But I do think you're right. I think especially paying Mel Tucker that, I think they freaked out because he had one good year. And instead of maybe because they're Michigan State a little bit, because they felt like they had to grasp this brief moment of success. They went on, overpaid him, and jumped and jumped the gun. I think it was the same when they hired him, honestly, because D'Antonio left him in such a shitty spot. They basically went and begged this guy, who really didn't have that much success at Colorado, or was it Colorado, Colorado State, wherever he came from, and you know paid him some money, too.
1: After Fickle turned him down, yeah.
0: Right. They need to take some time, not act so desperate, and just go out and actually vet a person, get a good guy who wants to be there long-term, and actually turn this program around.
1: Right, give them a little time to develop the program and just yep. establish their own identity. And screw Michigan. Whatever Michigan does, just ignore it. I, I mean, know. Yeah. At,
3: at the same, time, I think, it's, I think Michigan State though, like the reason when they were good like ten years ago, whatever it was for that long spree, th- th- it was built upon hate of hate of Michigan. That's what it was, or just hate and and the whole chip on your shoulder routine, which comes a lot and is fueled a lot by Michigan's fan base. And it worked last time. At, at, I don't know. I, don't I think, think it works in the short yeah, term,
1: maybe in the short term, but I think over the, the course of the long term, I think they need to get beyond that. And I think, I think actually, they would bother Michigan more if they got beyond that. If they really want to piss Michigan off, just make like Michigan is no big deal and they're just another team they have to play in the schedule. Yeah.
0: They should go hire like uh, Jesse Minter or something and, and like do it like yeah. Michigan doesn't hire like a yeah. defensive guy from Ohio and just like because they've got that inbred hate then that you just want to like beat your old team and stuff. And, yeah. Uh,
1: but I think they would have been a, a damn good program had Luke Fickle decided not to turn them down and go to Michigan State. Yeah. That would have been a great hire for them.
0: Yeah. But yeah I do feel I, bad it's, it's better for everybody when Michigan State's playing well like I don't really yeah. have any I mean you know, I'll still watch the game it'll be fun to see Michigan play Michigan State this year but if Michigan State comes in and they're like you know two and five or whatever it is at that point it's like you know it's more fun when they're undefeated and everybody's playing well and it's a big game and stuff
1: right I I've, I've never felt so bad for Michigan State and because usually I, I just can't stand Michigan State but I just feel with all this, they've been through so much, they deserve better. They really deserve better. And yeah. it's just, it's, it sucks. Yeah.
0: Thank God they have Izzo. Say what you want about Izzo. At least he's been a pretty yeah, steady guy in yeah. yeah.
3: um, In relation to, I'll just explain it real briefly for all of our <laughs> listeners, Craig. Um, in a, so the whole, yeah, whole notion of uh, Colorado football that they have with their um, – Dogs and leaders positions rather than captains. They don't assign captains with the C on it. They assign dogs and leaders. Uh, dogs are those who are like the, the the real, like, pure football types. Uh, you know, tough as nails kind of go out. Leaders are leaders, right? It's pretty easy. So. Um, and then I'll assign the last category, which I want to put in this game, as duds. We'll just say duds. Duds. So, <laughs> every, week, every week I would like to do this. We each go through, assign one leader, one dog and one dud from local sports that we would like to give a shout out to.
0: Okay. Or or worldwide sports. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have to be local. All right. do uh, you want to go first, Brett? Give us an example. I actually have not thought about this yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> well why don't we go for like each team, like for the Lions then like the leader. I think Hutch is the leader, right? He's also kind of a dog, but I feel like he kind of sets the tone for that defense. To me he's like a leader out there. For the defense, I think, for sure. Yeah. For the Goff, defense.
3: For the yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. As far as like a dog would go, I don't know. I kind of always see like, what's that? I think Gardner Johnson's a pretty big dog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not a leader because I really don't want him setting like an example, but he's got he puts some fight in them. So yeah, I think that's kind of how I. I mean, so does Hutch. He's 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 a good, tough player, and he's he's a leader too. But I think he's also kind of sets the tone a little bit. I think St. Brown's probably a dog, right? Yes. Br- I will see St. Brown as like a le- – yeah. What do yeah. you draw the line? Like are dogs just kind of like mean, nasty guys who set the tone? Because I will see him as like a leader. But okay. Honestly, he's both. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: however, I just by his example, playing through all the things he plays through, he doesn't complain. He gets hurt. He comes back in the game. He's a dog. He's definitely the dog on the team as far as I'm concerned. The leader to me is Campbell, the coach. Co- he, he sets the attitude. He sets the tone. Sometimes, like today, he took a few chances. He didn't have to. But he is definitely the leader. And what's the other one?
0: Dog. Pick a dog. Dog. Dog.
1: So I'm, I'm not real comfortable anymore, like, knocking people. On, but, but I got no if, problem. I'll, I'll so somebody dogs. somebody who could probably them. do better, and their whole defensive line. I mean, other uh, than – Pick one guy out. Single him out. All (laughs) right, Kaminsky. I mean, I really came in the season, and and Houston, I really came in the season thinking those two guys are going to have a ton of sacks based on their performance last year. And Kaminsky still plays with a high motor. You know, give the guy his due. But he's just, he doesn't, he's not not on the stat sheet anymore. He just doesn't make the plays. And I don't know what it is. Maybe they're blocking him better, scheming him better. And I don't know, does Houston even play? I just yeah, you a, heard, yeah, I haven't heard
0: anything from Houston this year.
1: Yeah, but but they, he had like what eight sacks in seven games or something crazy, and then you don't hear from him at all this year. And Kaminsky, they gave that new contract to because he epitomized the team and he played so well. And I haven't seen him do a lot. I think he's capable. I just haven't seen it out of him this year.
0: Yeah. My dud is uh, Bugs. Where the hell's Isaiah Bugs? He's another one that they re signed. They brought back.
1: What the fuck is he <laughs> I done? don't even know if he was on the He didn't
0: roster. even play in Kansas City. They sat his ass because I don't know why. Cable just said it was because that's what he saw on film, which makes me feel like he's playing like shit. <laughs> so they signed this guy who came back who didn't even play the first game. I don't know if he played today, but I seriously doubt he did much. So I'm disappointed in Bugs. I thought he was going to be more of a pressure guy, at least stop the run. He's a big body. He should be good. down,
1: down. Bugs. And Lee McNeil,
0: too. I mean, yeah, their whole defensive line outside of Hutch is kind of really underperforming. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I think my my dud's Jerry Jacobs. It's not even
0: close. I, yeah. I wanted to strangle him today. So. I did too, but to, be fair, to your point, they shouldn't be putting him in single coverage on Lockett or Metcalf. Those guys are just way better than him. Yeah, just to leave him on his own like, receivers. Yeah, go cover this guy who's three feet taller than you and faster. Like, how are you supposed to do that? <laughs> I didn't know Metcalf was such a beast. Yeah, he's, he's huge. He's like 6'5, 240, and he's fast. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's like big. Calvin Johnson, <laughs> but yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not as good as Calvin Johnson, but he's like the same physical frame, and he's just like hard to cover. So, anyway, that's I think who I'd pick for that. As far as the Michigan team goes, uh, leaders, I think Roman Wilson's always pretty solid guy. He's been playing yeah. really well, too. And like dogs. Yeah, J.J.'s a good leader. I think he's a good leader, too. As far as dogs, I don't know the defense as well as you guys do, but I think Blake Corum's always a tough guy. I think even if he doesn't get he his is. stat numbers, he's always in there making plays. He came over to J.J. a couple times yep. to try to, try to, try to yep. make him feel better after his dumb fucking throws. So I like Corum. I think he's a dog. Yeah,
1: I do, too. Yeah, He's he's a stud. He, he go, His motor's going all the time, and he's fast. He's strong. He doesn't shy away from contact. And when a teammate needs a pick-me-up, he's there for him. He's a great teammate. He's just he's, – he's a great player. He's just great yeah. all around.
0: Mm-hmm. Duds? I mean, J.J. was kind of a dud this week, but, you know, I'll give yeah. him a pass this one week. He, I think he'll get it together. Yeah.
3: I'll say Harbaugh for not being there and for stupid reasons <laughs> not being there. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Self-imposed dud.
1: <laughs> they just looked flat. I mean, they just looked like fl- he kept thinking, OK, they're going to take it down now. And they're just going to put the pedal to the metal and just blow them out of the water from this point forward. And then they just.
0: I think this is the downside to playing so many cupcake teams early in the season, though. It's real hard to get it up three straight times for just teams, you know, you're way better than, you know. <laughs> yeah. Cut that. It's real hard to get it up three <laughs> straight times. <laughs> you heard it. First. <laughs> That'll be the drop this week. No, but seriously, like, how are you supposed to fire the team up to like, all right, I know we played uh, East Carolina, fucking UNLV, it's Bowling Green, boys, let's get fired up. It's like, come on, man. Like, again, I've got another, like, middle school team we got to play against. Like, we'll sack
3: they... these 50s.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, how many 30,000 points are we going to win by this week? Like, it's hard to get fired up every week for nobodies. So at some point, I feel like, you know, one of those is fine to get your game in order, but.
1: Don't you think in light of the schedule they should have used some backups more. Like particularly quarterback because if JJ goes down, those backups we've seen played don't really inspire a whole lot of confidence. Yeah. So, I don't know, I might have given them a few more touches just in the event that all, all of those games. Yeah. yeah JJ did right. not need yeah. to play the second
0: half. I don't know why he's still in there. Thank God he didn't get injured, but it's like there's no I don't need yeah. to see any more from him.
1: He almost got injured in the last game. He uh, did. It's like they yeah. were
0: trying to stuff his stats or something. They just want to put up big numbers.
3: All right. For our second time in a row, second week in a row, we are going to do college football funny names list versus Key and Peel skit funny names. Uh, Mom, I'm going to lean on you. <laughs> okay. heavy for this topic. Uh, Dad and Craig, I told you, man, I was actually surprised. You guys didn't know quite as many as I uh, thought I you guys probably not. should have. So. No, <laughs>
1: to that.
3: <laughs> All right. Without further ado, uh, Craig, you had a recommendation to do did two at a time last week, I think. It, it, I can't remember what it was, but it was a good way of doing it, presenting it. Do you remember I what think it was you brought time? up the
0: two truths and a lie. Uh, pick which one's mm-hmm. fake. You could do that. Okay. Or, or yeah, or you could do just, yeah, however you want to do it.
3: Okay. All right. So two truths and a lie style, Mom. We'll do that way. Okay. Um We'll have you guess first. So the three names are... Wait, I got to look this one up because it's actually not on the list, but Amanda told me about it. I'm just going to make sure it's real. I don't trust her. (laughs) Uh, Okay, yes. Look, Mobility. M-O-H-B-I-L-I-T-Y. Okay. Second name we have is Memorable Factor. (laughs) And then third. Run fast. TJ Juxon.
0: <laughs> that actually sounds so, real. <laughs> it
3: one. Sorry, good.
2: So two are two are real and one's not.
3: Yes. Which one's the fake one?
2: <laughs> no. Um, the middle one
3: is the fake one. You yeah. Think?
1: What was the middle one?
3: Um, memorable factor was the yeah. One. Yeah. Anyone else? I to, would agree.
1: Mobility could be real.
0: Yeah, I think mobility is
1: real. I do. Yeah. Dude.
3: Yeah, I, I, I'm with mom. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, that is incorrect. Mobility or memorable factor is actually a real person, and he's a white <laughs> player. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. A white guy. Yeah. Where does memorable he play? Factor. Uh, he plays at Duke. Wow. Just
0: memorable factor. Wow. Yeah. His last name's Factor, <laughs> and his yeah, mother man. named him memorable.
2: Memorable. It made sense. At the time. Wow. So he's probably like, Eighteen, hey, nineteen, idiot. twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's that was. I think that's an unlucky generation, right there. That little yeah, people but... got into weird ass names. You see
1: him we in, the, mili- in yeah. the military. Like, Factor memorable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't go in. This is only reason.
1: And exactly.
0: That's probably it. missed it by that much. <laughs> what
1: about all ch- right? Ch- round ch- two. balls? Okay, good.
3: <laughs> we have dude person. Dude, it's all well, exactly how it sounds. I'm not going to spill it out. Um, okay. We have Le Carpetron, Duke Marriott, and uh, Fat F P H
2: A T Watts. Fat Watts.
0: <laughs> all right, Bob. Which one's fake?
2: I hope that Fat Watts is fake.
0: <laughs> I think it's I the middle one, ficturious or whatever, isn't it? That sounds like one of those skit ones. What's what was
1: the first one?
0: Dude, person. Uh, <laughs>
1: dude person dude i'll person. do the, i'll do the first one so we all have one
3: okay yeah. everyone set. uh the fake one
0: there is le Carpentron duke Marriott. good job craig you got it <laughs> le Carpentron. that's a fucking sweet name though i want to be named le
1: Carpentron. <laughs> uh, you'd have to have an amazing iq just to remember how to spell your name <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a lot of a lot of parentheses and uh, <laughs> yeah. Ready
3: yeah. right. 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 for round, round three? So uh, we have Parker Titsworth. Oh yes,
1: right. um, the Titsworth family. Yes. <laughs>
3: uh Chief Borders. Obviously. We will if the third one. Some of these are just too easy. <laughs> uh... Dan Smith <laughs> Dan Smith <laughs> I mean, According to the list, which of those is fake Dan, Dan, uh, Smith. Dan
1: Smith
2: <laughs> No, you know there's a Dan Smith out there somewhere On every
0: team right? I don't know,
2: Chief Chief sounds pretty normal too For So does Titsworth Titsworth, yeah
0: I bet Titsworth is real I bet it's the second one I bet That's you Titsworth take.
2: is real well. Alright, we'll go with Chief, isn't real
3: Okay, so perhaps I probably defined this. So, um, according to my list, technically Dan Smith is fake. <laughs> actually There's no the way there isn't a Dan Smith. <laughs> There's definitely a Dan Smith somewhere, but the other two are real. So. Okay. Oh, all, right. all right. Sorry, Mom. That's okay. Right.
1: That was, was a fake one. one?
3: Uh, okay, let me get two good ones here. Uh, Fish Mick Williams. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: We have... From the
2: Scottish family.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the McWilliams
0: man. Ma- it's Mac Williams. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: and it's fish spelled Celtic wise, so it yeah. probably doesn't even look like fish.
3: C E I P H Fish. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Are you good? Uh, oh, <clears here. throat> oh here we go. Uh Kobe Buffalo meat. <laughs> And we will say Quattro Quattro, also well, known has Four Four.
0: Of the, the Scottish mode. guy. The Scottish guy better be the right one. Uh Buffalo yeah, meat. The way some Buffalo? guy's Last name is Buffalo Meat.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say that's the fake one. Buffalo Meat's fake. <laughs>
0: is that everyone's? Uh, yeah. Yeah,
2: sure. Yeah. There probably yeah. is a Quattro Quattro out there. No, well,
3: Quattro Quattro. Big man. He's from the West team. From the Yeah, camp. there you go. Uh, oh <laughs> uh, Kobe Buffalo
0: Meat also is a real person. Yeah. Oh my God. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. His yeah. last name is Buffalo Meat. I don't have a problem with the first name. It's the last name there. It messes me up.
1: In the first round, the Detroit Lions were drafted Buffalo Meat. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe! <laughs> All
3: right. All right. Number one, we have Rowdy Beers.
2: Mm hmm. Okay.
3: Number two, we have the realist Clark. Another Did I ever play the game. <laughs> no, this was just the realist. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what his name could be. And then finally, we have Tiger Shanks.
1: Uh oh. Uh oh. What was the last one?
0: Tiger Shanks.
1: Oh, no. We're caught in suspense.
0: We'll never find out what the last name was. Oh, what was yeah, the last yeah. one? You're back. What's the last one? Tiger Shanks. The animal oh. tiger.
2: <laughs> Shanks.
0: Uh, I think tiger shakes is, is
2: fake. fake. I, I think, think that tiger shakes
1: word.
0: is fake. Yep. Are you guys going with?
2: No? Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: No, no, the middle one.
1: Sure, were you guys was? are all wrong.
3: Uh, they're all, they're all real names actually. So that was, that Oh was God. Mic- oh, oh,
2: tricked us up. There, there you guys.
3: go.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well, well thank you for that fun, recurring segment. Yes.
3: Yeah, so we're running out of names of one of the lists. So, um, we might have to get creative here. So, <laughs>
0: all right, Brent, you picked an athlete for 20 questions this week. I did. Let me look up who I. All right. Yeah, pull them up and let us know when you're ready to go. OK,
3: um, let me Google them. Google them. I all the details. OK, I am ready.
0: All right. Okay. Is this player uh, retired? No.
2: Is this athlete male?
0: No. Oh, okay. So uh, currently active, so probably female, female. female. Craig, you're probably
3: gonna have to do a little googling on this one. Just letting you know.
0: Oh, great.
1: <laughs> no, I
0: got it up here. Don't worry. Okay, what you is got?
1: this? Is this female athlete an Olympic athlete, or was she an Olympic athlete?
0: Um, let me check. Probably no. not. If he's not sure, no. It's, okay. She's not been one. No. Okay. Let's, uh You want to like narrow down the sport, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Did this, does this woman play uh, tennis? Yes. Okay. She's still active. I don't know how many female athletes tennis plays. <clears> I think <throat> it was like Coco Golf. That's she's the big American one right now, right? Yeah. She just won. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, up, I don't
0: know much about it. Let me look up stuff about Coco Golf. while you guys think of questions. So you tennis. got one, Karen? Tennis.
2: Is she African American?
0: Yes. There it is. Someone had to bring it up.
2: Well, that's... <laughs> i know but
0: at least it wasn't hurting. is she white
2: <laughs>
3: there's nothing wrong with asking is someone okay. white okay yeah. saying the word white is not
0: wrong craig it's okay <clears throat> okay anywho right.
2: that does narrow it down a little bit
0: uh let me look a it, it, more about. Her.
2: is she an active
0: active yes Still we playing? already asked
2: that so she's not oh, retired did? well oh, she's I'm not sorry. retired
0: okay yeah all right uh is she less than 20 years old um yes Scott, i'm pretty sure it's coco Golf. yeah uh, it must be see i need this off the top of my head brett <laughs> gotta google this one uh let's see look up more stuff about it to nail right down uh, oh did did this athlete did she just win uh a, a major tennis title yes. particularly yes. the 2023 u.s open <laughs> <laughs> is that a yes yes okay. bing, bing, bing. is this coco golf yes. yes all right good job she's literally the only female tennis athlete i could name right now
2: <laughs> well the, the williams sisters were yes. the other ones. well I that's made. true yeah. but
0: active ones yes. yeah of course they're like yeah. the legends but yeah yeah Nice.
2: Okay.
0: That Good, a nice one. Good one. Good one. Good one. Bob, yeah. uh, are you, are you pick the athlete for next week? Sure. Yep. Okay. I can. Could can join us again and pick the athlete, and we'll okay. We'll cool. recap the Lions against the Falcons, and hopefully the Michigan winning against Rutgers in the beat down fashion. Fair enough. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.
2: All right. All right. See Take ya. care
3: go ransack these pussies sweaty
0: <laughs> balls it's real hard to get it up three straight times i know hope you can edit that out